just me. A place to be me, where you get to experience life. Life is a journey, not a guided tour. If you want the rainbow, you have to go through the rain. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Just Me. On today's episode, I'm excited once again on the topic that we're going to talk about is forgiveness and fighting fear. Forgiveness and fighting fear. We are happy to see a post on our Instagram that read, sometimes a little argument in a relationship is healthy. It means that you care for each other. That post alone got 432 likes and it generated some conversation about 26 or so posts. So in reading that, um, the team, we just said, you know, this is something we're going to just keep riding with because we are all walking around full and it's really time to empty ourselves. Today is going to be a day to truly be free and to be just me as we address the topic of forgiveness. So, Miss Sasha, Miss Serena, what's your take on what forgiveness is or what forgiveness isn't? So forgiveness is, for me, I think that forgiveness is not necessarily condoning what happened in a situation, but recognizing that a lot of the emotions and the thoughts and the frustrations, opinions, all that good stuff, all that pain that you're holding on to is weighing you down. So in order to free myself, in order to free um, the tension that I may have with others, I'm going to choose to Instead of holding that resentment, forgive myself, but then also forgive what has happened. Not forget necessarily, but forgive it. And also just letting go. There are certain things that may have happened you may not have understood. And you're constantly trying to understand. You're looking for answers and you're not receiving them. And I see it as a sense of just surrendering. And when I think about forgiveness, I think about this, the serenity prayer, prayer. And it says, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. So all the harsh judgment that I may have had towards someone, which caused a lot of hurt and strife, I now want to change my thought process to being more generous, more compassion, and con, but also remembering that all of us are humans and we make mistakes. So that's how I see forgiveness. And, and it's interesting, even just hearing y'all take on it, that I know for me personally that um, I struggle with forgiveness for a long time, but um, Miss, um, Sasha, you said a word, and I heard it too with Miss Smith, 
and it was a choice or choosing. And you have to choose to forgive. And when I came to that realization for myself, that's what made um, the ability to forgive or the process of forgiving for me more um, acceptable or easy to transition to. And uh, a couple of years ago, maybe about two years ago, I actually read a book entitled Choosing Forgiveness. And when I read the book, it was more of a spiritual and um, emotional kind of coming together. And the topics that, or the chapters that it read, like walking wounded. And I opened up with the thing saying that we are all walking around full. And it's things that happen in our past and some things that just happened yesterday that um, we draw, we get offended by. And when we hold that, like you said, um, Ms. Smith, that we have to let things go and we have to choose to, yeah, it hurt, but if we carry that hurt, and that's kind of like leading into the next question to see when you walk around with that unforgiveness or that offense, that the damage that it does to us, whether it's um, physically, mentally, internally, like if there's a effects that it have on us and we handle it all differently. And um, like we're mad at the dog, the dog ate our favorite shoe and we go kick the cat. Like the cat ain't had nothing to do with it. Um, like I got to forget, we, we, we put it out on the wrong people, but it's a choice that we all can make. Even the pain is real. It's not saying that it didn't happen or trying to um, not value what happened to you. But it's a choice because it's like I walked around a prisoner, my own self. Just and other people, most people don't even know that you mad at them or something. That you you have to share, and I'm the one that's suffering. But forgiveness to me is a choice. You have to choose to forgive. And I think that one of the important things is we don't know what other people are going through, and it would be very. Um, uninviting or um, uh, just unsupportive for me to, in support of me to assume that this person, the person I'm having the disagreement or the challenges with is not experiencing something just significant as myself. So taking that step back and recognizing that whatever is going on in that person's life as well, that may have a lot to do with what's going on with me and how am I choosing to see it? Um, so being able, forgiveness also being able to open up and possibly see multiple different lenses. Now that's not with all situations, but majority of the time when you have a disagreement or argument um, in relationships, that tends to be the case. And you know, I tell my consumers in therapy when it comes to forgiveness, if you do not forgive, that person has control over you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because you're you are carrying around a lot of hurt and anger of what somebody else done to you and so what I tell them to tell themselves is you did not do this you did not do this to you as it relates to whatever happened So you have to stop punishing yourself because you're really punishing yourself if you hold on to that anger and frustration because it's keeping you from doing certain things. Yeah, I I like that. I I can see that too. Um, When others um, 
when you have to forgive others. But another struggle is trying to forgive yourself. It's like, um, how, how do you apply that same principle and rule when it's, I have, I'm trying to forgive myself. For what you did to someone else. Even, so. even, even to, whether it's to someone else or even to myself. It's hard for me to forgive myself. I, I punish and I beat myself up for whether it's a decision I made or an outcome. Like if I, I gained a whole lot of weight and I look in the mirror and be like, how did I get here? Is all my photos on my phone. I can't forgive myself because now I can't lose the weight and now I'm not happy. You, well, we, we discussed earlier, you have the choice to forgive yourself, right? Mm -hmm. So you have to accept within your thought process that you're going to forgive yourself okay. so that change can happen. And then also to piggyback off of that, um, it, it, it can be very challenging to change how we view things and giving ourselves grace, um, but really acknowledging that. So how is this helping me individually? Am I okay with having the physical components of the stress that I have from not letting go or not forgiving? Am I okay with the headaches that might happen? Am, am I okay with the stress? Am I okay with the um, restless sleep and the um, ruminating thoughts constantly? Am I okay with feeling tense um, and anxious? Am I okay with feeling sad or tearful? Um, because a lot of those things can come about when we're thinking about um, things that have happened to us in the past, decisions, um, or the challenges with forgiving ourselves. Dang, I gained a whole bunch of weight. Um, I feel horrible. I'm telling myself all these negative things about myself. Are you okay with that? Or is that continuously perpetuating that negative spiral downward for you? And so recognizing, okay, when is the breaking point? When is the stop point for me to change that narrative in my head as well? So as you said, it starts with you. Mm -hmm. It still starts with you. And, and that's a good thing because, you know, everyone is not in a relationship. So this is, I, I kind of threw it out there so it can capture everyone because the struggle for forgiveness is sometimes, like I say, it's inner and it's outer. So regardless of where you find yourself, that it's a process. Correct. And the part of it, you, and everyone keeps saying it, is letting go. And if you don't let go, to, to see the, the damage that it can do to you and to others. Mm. So, so that, that's, that's good. That's real good. And I like that word grace that Miss Tasha used. You offer grace daily, and that's the permission to change things. One statement that we have um, before us, it says, what is forgiveness? And it says, the art of releasing resentment. Mm. The art of releasing resentment. Mm. What, what does it mean to be resentful or have resentment? I, th I think that for resentment, it is that, because we as human beings don't like to be vulnerable. So we are protecting ourselves. We are holding on to this shield. We are holding on to this power of um, this illusion of power and control. We are avoiding responsibilities that we may have played in the situation or not forgiving ourselves or other people. Um, and it supports that ongoing unhealthy guilt that we have because we can easily have unhealthy guilt in the form of resentment 
with other situations and with situations on ourselves. So if we continue to say, dang, I should have, dang, I should have, dang, I should have, you're not allowing yourself to heal. You're not allowing yourself to forgive yourself. And so that's where the resentment carrying around that bag, Erica Badu, (laughs) (laughs) carry around that bag gets heavy. I like that because when I hear resentment, you know, we're really blocking a whole lot of blessings, mm-hmm. blocking a lot of good things for coming our way. And you and you keep, I hear it again, we keep holding on. We have to let go. Again, Res- resentment is we, we're holding on and we have to release. We have to release. I like fishing and like uh, we go fishing. If you, if you get on my hook, you're getting in my back. You're getting in my bucket. Big, small, I don't care. But some people, they do this thing called catch and release. Mm-hmm. It's just mm-hmm. the sport. We need to do that with attitudes, feelings, pain. Catch it. You you process it and you release it. Mm-hmm. Catch and release. If it come back, hey, you. I don't want to. I don't want to keep reeling up anger. I don't want to keep reeling this up. Look at it. Address it. And throw it back. Because if you carry it, your bucket is going to get full. Mm-hmm. And carrying around a whole lot of anger in a fish bucket, it stinks. I'm going to let you know. <laughs> I like that analogy. <laughs> I really do. Yeah, resentment stinks. <laughs> it gets heavy. <laughs> it, gets, <laughs> it gets really heavy. And then it blocks you from other blessings that you may have. Yeah. So you're so busy holding on to this resentment that the other opportunity that may walk your way don't even notice it. Don't even notice it. Well, you notice it too late. Or you notice it too late, yeah. So resentment is an emotion. That's what it, that's what it sounds like, too. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's supposed to be temporary because mm-hmm. the human flesh kicks in. Mm-hmm. So I see it as something supposed to be temporary. And like you said, but letting it go, releasing it. It's not something you're supposed to hold on to. It's not forever. supposed to hold on to. You had mentioned something earlier about unforgiveness that um, it gives the other person control. Yes. I don't think I like that sound. <laughs> Someone controls. But I don't think anybody likes that sound. So so can you like elaborate on that just a little? What, what does it mean that somebody else has control? Because I can't forgive. So if someone does something to me that hurts me, I'm angry at them. But they did it. I didn't do it to myself. So why should I hold on to something that I didn't do? So I can't control what other people do to me. Or, you know, do period. Mm -hmm. The only person I can control is myself. So I'm making the decision as it relates to, I'm not going to allow your behaviors to affect me. Mm-hmm. They did it. We do, but we do it all the time. Yeah, we do but, it all the time. Yeah, but they did it. So why am I blaming myself for something I didn't do? Why am I angry as it relates to something someone did to me? I can't control what people do. The only person I can control is myself and my response. And you're choosing to forgive to release that. Yes, because I didn't do it to myself. They did it. Does that make sense? It does. It does. I think that it allows another element of you are in control of yourself. Correct. 
forgiveness allows you to have control over how you respond, how you receive things. Correct. Versus pushing blame towards other people. Yeah. So instead of harboring all of that anger and that resentment and the disappointment, it's saying, okay, it happened. I acknowledge it. I am choosing to let it go. Yes. I am choosing to free myself. Yes. And and when I hear, even when I hear y'all talk, the word that I keep hearing is um, boundaries because when I make that choice to forgive, mm-hmm. that um, I can set some healthy boundaries so I'm not, for me, like hurt by that pain again. And that's where I hear, like it says, um, I can forgive, but I won't forget. Mm-hmm. So even when I remember they don't have control because that, that pain is not attached to it because I chose to forgive sure. what you did. And exactly. I'm not, I'm going to set a boundary that uh, you can't get me out of my box and I'm not going to let you get mm-hmm. in my box, if that makes sense. Yeah. So. You have yeah, a choice. We have a, we have, we have a choice. Correct. So, so what, what does it look like walking around full of unforgiveness? You always look, for me, I look angry. I look tired. Mm-hmm. People see it on my face like, oh, you look tired today, Sasha. I'm like, mm, okay. <laughs> it's hard to sleep. Yeah. And you, like for me, I would, um, I would suppress it. Mm. And so if you got like that look on your face, you say you're tired. Oh, yeah, it's because I didn't get any sleep. Not really, but it just looks that way. Cause mm-hmm. I, I just keep suppressing and suppressing and I have a way of like wearing a different mask so you don't know. And again, again, it's I'm mad at the dog, but I kicked the cat. <laughs> and it was like my behaviors changed. So unforgiveness, unforgiveness on me looks ugly. At a time in my life, you know, I would put hands on you, you know, because that's how that's how I managed it. You know, now, you know, mm-hmm. we, we can talk it out or I, I can just dismiss it. I don't even have to have a conversation with you to say, OK, I'm going to forgive this, but I know. I'm going to set a boundary so I don't let this happen to me again or something like that. You know, so I think it looks different on um, everyone. But like I said, when it's on um, that intern and that anger comes on you, that's not a good look. Mm-mm. And then you start, sometimes people will also take it out on other people. Mm-hmm. Like you were saying, like with the cat. Mm-hmm. And you see this a lot with inability to um, forgive previous situations that have happened in your family, family dynamics. Um, and I love working with kids. And so bringing this back, if you are a parent, you haven't forgiven what has happened to you in your childhood, mm-hmm. not forget, but forgiven. Then how do you think that you operate with your own child? Do you hold on to a lot of the different stressors that have happened within your family and then project it onto your child. And that's where, again, we create these unhealthy relationships between a parent and a child. And we also begin to raise unhealthy adults who are not emotionally regulated. And I'm like Sasha, I was saying, just a whole lot of broken relationships mm-hmm. and generational relationships that are broken. And you create and you attract broken relationships. And and to to what the comments said, like when you have that argument in a relationship, sometimes that 
unforgiveness from past ones shows up in a relationship now. Mm-hmm. But it's a, it means that you care for one another. So when it shows up again, you have an opportunity to get an understanding. When we go back to that word communication, and if you get to understand, I like how that helps you grow and you understand your partner more. And, okay, maybe I can help you in another sense. And that's for me, that's how I show that I love and I care for you. Not to attack you, but I get to understand you even more and more. And that's forgiveness. And that's forgiveness. That's you know? shift so, in perspective. <laughs> exactly. And it goes, but um, sometimes we, um, in, in those arguments, we keep that wall up. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, I'm not going to um, be vulnerable to my partner because that fear, they're going to do me the same way that that person did. And again, that's where we didn't let go. Mm-hmm. So we find it showing up over and over and over again. But we want to have healthy relationships. So when we do have those arguments, they, we can use it as a, a stepping stone to build us up and not tear us down. So when you don't have forgiveness, that means you're not even present in, in the relationship that you're in. Because you're still in the past. Nice, nice, nice. I had I had something written down and said, um, when we choose to hold on to our grudges, we relinquish control of our future. We trade the freshness of the new day and all its possibilities for the pain of the past. So, and that's what you that's what you had just mentioned. Now, is there a difference between fake forgiveness and real forgiveness? Oh, most definitely. Oh. Ask me when I was 20. <laughs> <laughs> all the time. All the time. Like, okay, okay, I forgive you. Yeah. But I'm not going to let it go. Yeah. Then you have it forgiven. Yeah. <laughs> and, and we hear that all the time. But like like she said, like, um, to know that the if I don't forgive, what is doing more damage to me than um, anything. Correct. And why am I going to hurt myself? Yeah, that just don't make no, it don't make no sense, but we do it all the time. Mm-hmm. And all the key the thing is for what somebody else has done. Mm-hmm. Why are you punishing yourself? That was not your intention. Mm-hmm. They did it. They did it. So you had to draw that line and that boundary. Okay. You did it, but I'm not going to allow you allow it to control me. Mm. So forgiveness is a choice. Yes, it is. We got to let go. Let go. No holding on. No holding on. Be true. Be true. Uh, what did I miss something else? Let go of that pride. Be able to embrace vulnerability a little bit. Shift your perspective. Shift in perspective. You can breathe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's our relief. Mm-hmm. And then forgiveness helps to have healthier arguments. How about that? Mm, healthier arguments. Healthier arguments. Mm. So now we got to learn how to fight fair. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> what What would you think is the key ingredients to fighting fair?
it, it, it's it's okay to to, mm-hmm. like, to take some time to think because um when you again we got ourselves out there when we ask those questions we have to do a self assessment first before we can answer because you know um we say one thing and do another thing that's that's just not us so if I can say that um. Like one of those things is the um <laughs> the storming. Like I do it all the time. I shut down in a minute, mm-hmm. and it's not a good thing. So, but it it is key things that we should be doing. Okay. Um, and then when we address them, and that again, we're just here to make you aware wherever you are, that's where you are, and it, we can grow from it because we're not exempt from any of these things. And um, if they say if, um arguing in relationships is healthy and show that you care i care about my people my family my husband my friends a lot (laughs) because it shows up but it's it's all about how you handle it and stuff and like i I like how you said that with that unforgiveness if i'm living in the past i can't show up right now and today is today so i want to show up in every every situation i want you to get the best version of me so even in a fair fight so um let's let's talk about it because the weekend is coming. Mm-hmm. Tonight is coming, and somebody's gonna go home, and the dishes ain't done. <laughs> the mail got didn't get the dogs didn't get feed. The mail didn't get picked up. Or I'm just tired, and an argument might come up. So, how can we fight fair in a relationship? I would say focus on the issue. If you're not so assuming that we've already forgiven some of the past things that have happened, okay? Don't bring up old stuff. And this is why I don't do this because last time when you, oh, we're not talking about last time. We're talking about the present right now, especially if you want to support this um, or facilitate a healthier relationship with this person. And I am good for doing some sarcasm. I'm good for sarcasm. Mm -hmm. Refrain from the sarcasm because then the person doesn't know genuinely what you feel. I will be the first one to say a sarcastic remark (laughs) and then... It puts that person on the defense. They put it on defense. So we're not even able to have a healthy conversation because now we're trying to interpret what each other are saying is saying when we could have just eliminated all that sarcasm. And also, how are you feeling? Mm-hmm. You know, really figuring it out. You know, how do I feel right now? Mm-hmm. And that's something you have to figure out before you even decide to have an argument or fight fair with somebody else. If you don't know what you're feeling, honey. Then it's not the time. And a lot of people don't like to um, say, look, can we come back to it? It's like right here, right now. Uh-uh, you did it to me. We're about to talk about it right now. Let's resolve it opposed to we're not getting anywhere. Let's just, um, can we come back tomorrow? Because I can see this is going somewhere. And just the ability to step back yeah. and do that. Mm-hmm. And um, the other thing is like how you sound when you talk, you know, that tone of voice. You say sarcasm and stuff. Like I, yeah. I can have a... Um, I don't call it a smart mouth. I just call it an intelligent mouth. You know? <laughs> I call it a smart mouth. <laughs> That's why I'm saying it yeah. was a smart mouth. A smart mouth. Um, and like I had said earlier, for me, like if it just gets too much, I'll quit in a conversation. And mm-hmm. they call it stonewalling. It's like, oh, I hate when you just. But that's how I, like I can hear everything. Just let me not say nothing. Let me process what you're saying because you apparently want to keep on talking. But that is not healthy because it 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 shows kind of like I'm being dismissive to like, oh, I'm just checking out when I agreed to come in. Like, if it's not a right time, why you want to talk about it? all of a sudden you just want to stop talking in the middle of the conversation? Well, 
it's okay to communicate and say, hey, I need a break. Mm -hmm. I need to reset. So just make sure you utilize the word, utilize your words as it relates to what you're needing. Oh, no, I don't say that. I just stop talking. <laughs> See, it's it's real. That's I mean, that's just me. I'm getting better. Yeah, but we're saying fair fighting. <laughs> it's, that's right. That's, that is not fair fighting. That's so for right. me, I, I have to check myself, y'all. And uh -huh. I'm going to let y'all know how I did in my next um, conversation that if I find myself stonewalling, I'm going to remember this day and say, Tracy, you got to choose not to do it. Mm. Now, the person I do it to is probably going to be happy, but Tracy is going to struggle mm -hmm. that very first time. I'm letting y'all know, but I'm I'm going to do it. And for, I know. No, but yes, I feel the same way. So I had an incident um, this weekend, <laughs> the weekend before last, where I <laughs> it was a text message, mm -hmm. but I had a sarcastic, smart mouth comment that mm -hmm. I made. And the person really checked me. And <laughs> so then I was like, okay, well, forget it. Maybe we need to talk about this because now we're not seeing each other face to face. We're not seeing each other's eye roll. We're not seeing each other's body language. We're not seeing all you heard was my smart comments and don't, you don't recognize the tone or anything. So I would say that in order to fight fair, if you really care about the person, a lot is misconstrued through text. Correct. Mm -hmm. And if you really want to have a healthy argument, here we go, healthy argument, I need y'all not to text. Please. I, I had to check myself Correct. this weekend, weekend before last, okay? Don't text and argue. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but like say, um, that's all you see now, like all those emoji stuff. I had a, a text that it was just emojis and I had to figure out like what every emoji meant. It was like no words. It was just emojis. And it was like. You should have them. They, I think they was just they were just checking me. I don't know what it was, yeah. but when you you can read into text and you know the the tone. How how yeah. can you read into text? Because the last conversation that I had with you, you were talking loud. So when you respond to me with this, I'm going to hear that sound. And you could, if you called me on the phone, you could have been, "Hey Tracy, how are you?" Opposed to me reading. Oh, he's yelling at me. How you doing? Ma'am, how do you hear through text me? Hey, that's just me. That's how my mind is processed. Oh, oh, I do get it, though. I, I do but get that, it. But that's how, that's how we operate. Oh. That's so, how we operate. If you do large, if you do all caps, cap locks, like, I, it is perceived as yelling. I got oh, wrote no. Oh, oh, it was 2010. I was in Fort Hunter, Liggett, California. <laughs> and I sent out a text message to the commander, and it just happened to be all capital letters. And I got called to the red carpet because I was yelling at my company commander. And I had the same thing. Huh? I wasn't yelling. It was just stuck on chat. Exactly. <laughs> I was getting ready to say that. Yeah, please. But our, how we process, I mean, that's how we walk around. So how do we fix that, Miss Smith? Stop texting. Stop texting. Stop texting. Arguing. Yeah. Do not argue in yeah. text. Don't Don't argue healthy with arguments it. do not happen in yeah. text. We're talking about fair fighting rules. So, so avoid yeah. texting. Avoid you have text. to disagree <laughs> how, how about the, um, the tone of voice? You say like no yelling, is it? It's not what you say, it's how you say it. Mm -hmm. Right. Let's get a consistent, even tone way of speaking and talking don't go high and i like even tone yeah i like what miss smith said earlier about how 
if you know that you're going to, you need to take a minute, step back, communicate that. Because what I saw in my family was people walk away Mm -hmm. when they don't like what's being said. Oh, yeah. So that will inhibit healthy arguments as well. Ladies and gentlemen, I am super, super excited to hear what you guys have to say. Email us your questions, comments, and concerns at justmepodcast1 at gmail.com. And we would love, love, love to respond to your comments, questions, statements, and uh, questions about scenarios. So please, please, please reach out to us. And we look forward to hearing from you next week. And don't forget to subscribe. Thank you so much for listening to Just Me Podcast. If you are seeking further one-on-one consultations, worksheets, and action steps from the ladies at Just Me Podcast, please review the monthly subscription packages starting at $9.99 at www.patreon.com backslash Just Me Podcast and the number one. If you are seeking further one-on-one diagnoses, interventions, and treatment plans, please consider scheduling an appointment with an individual counselor at Journeys Counseling Center. Journeys can be reached at 336-294-1349. The mission of Just Me Podcast is to use authentic conversations to uplift one's mind, body, and soul. The goal of Just Me Podcast is to offer affordable education and insight to individuals who experience financial barriers to accessing individualized behavioral health support. With that being said, the information, including opinions, advice, and recommendations discussed in this podcast, is intended for informational and educational purposes only. Such information is not intended to substitute the recommendations of your own licensed therapist or healthcare provider. Although we are licensed behavioral health professionals, we are not your licensed behavioral health professional. As a result, the advice mentioned on this podcast should not replace the recommendations offered by your own qualified health professional.